Everybody to the nations worldwide. This is episode number 58 of the Travel Couple Podcast, where we introduce you to a couple travelers who offer their advice on how you can travel the world together while earning money living that travel lifestyle. We're your hosts, Mike Pletz and Natalie. Tune in every Wednesday as we interview couples living a travel lifestyle, get relationship advice about being on the road with your significant other, listen how others are struggling and thriving in their personal and business lives while traveling the world. This is your one-stop podcast for travel, relationship, and business goals. In this episode, we're joined by Adam and Lindsay of New Venture Travels. They're an American travel couple that saved up money after their honeymoon so that they could travel the world full-time leaving in June 2014. Since then, they've created a base camp in Colorado where they prepared to introduce a new member of their family. We talk with them about their journey together, working together, and their new project, the Nomad Collab. So without further ado, here's our interview with Adam and Lindsay. Today we are joined by Adam and Lindsay of New Venture Travels. They met in university, set their minds to travel, and when they got married, exchanged vows like, I vow to be your adventure-seeking partner, and now travel the world. You can follow them online at newventuretravels.com. That's N-U-V-E-N-T-U-R-E, travels.com. And their new online community that they're building at nomadcollab.com. Calm. Hello, Adam and Lindsay, and welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having us. Yeah, Mike. Thanks so much. It's an honor to be on your podcast. Sure to appreciate it. I'm uh, so happy that you guys are taking the time out of your day to join us here on the podcast. And I just want to get to know a little bit more about the two of you and, and what you've been through. And I just want to give you uh, some time to just let our audience know a little bit more about Adam and Lindsay and you know how you met and everything. Sure. So like you shared, we met in university and we've always been talking about traveling. And so even when we were just friends, we talked about long term travel. And then when we started dating, that was like all we talked about, too, was traveling long term. And so when we got married, um, Adam's an accountant. And the day after we got back from our honeymoon, he sat us down with our you know budgets finally combined and we figured out a budget to you know, start saving up to travel the world. And our goal was to travel for two full years without working. Um, and so it took us about 18 months to pay off some debt, uh, save up an emergency fund, and um, and then save up some money to go travel. And, uh, yeah, so we left in June 2014, and we traveled for, like, four years full-time. Um, and now we have changed our travels a bit to have a base camp lifestyle so we're in our home in Colorado and then we'll take our travel trailer out um an adventure so yeah and and just to add to some of that we both had like an independent I guess uh desire for traveling it's not like one of us wore off on the other or whatnot Lindsay did her own traveling to Nepal um doing a what's that called global village trip with Habitat and uh Jamaica trips and stuff, and I did semester at sea, um, studying abroad in college, and uh, yeah, so we we just kind of both independently had a had a desire for for traveling, and but all the traveling that we did do before we got together was more short short term stuff, and I feel like that was a big change that we wanted to do together was to 
and the reason we saved up for two years is, is to see what it's like is to, to go, um, yeah, more long term. So that's what we did. So two true travel souls really found each other. And uh, I just want to get more of a sense of, um, you know, where the two of you caught this travel bug. Like, what was it? Was it your families that kind of uh, influenced you to travel? Where was it for the both of you that, uh, you know, got this travel bug? I think for me, so um, my parents and I moved from Wisconsin to Georgia in like third grade when I was in third grade. And but all my best friends were still in Wisconsin and I missed them so much. And so throughout the summers, um, my friends would come down to visit and then I would go up with them and I would be on a plane by myself. And it was the coolest experience hmm. to have that independence, um, you know, and travel and see cool places and be with my friends, families going to their lake houses and stuff like that. So for me, I think that's where. Um, I got mine from. And for me, my folks, uh, when they had me, they were really young and they never got married and were never together. So I would, whenever I wanted, whenever I visited my dad, he lived in different states. I was in Georgia. I lived in Georgia. He's lived in Florida and Pennsylvania and Chicago or Illinois and, and, um, Minnesota. So there was always a traveling component. And, uh, my, usually it was my grandparents driving up and I'd say for the summer and, and uh I just remember like being on the interstate playing a game with myself of like seeing how see what license plates were passing by and, and count and seeing how many were, you know, from a certain state. Uh so I guess I've been like a bean counter type mentality from a young age. And uh and also I'd like collect like all the, you know, pamphlets and stuff as you're just stopping off at like Cracker Barrel or something. So I think that's where it kicked off for me gotcha gotcha so i want to start talking about the two of your travels together but i'd like to ask a, a simple two-word question to all the couples that are on the show it's a simple question but for so many couples it has such a complex response and that is why travel that's a great question hmm. uh my first reaction is curiosity like why travel I travel because I'm innately very curious about things. So different cultures, different experiences, different places, different things to do and see and taste and smell and be a part of and make a memory of. Um, so just, yeah, the, 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 I guess the, the umbrella of all that stuff for me is, is curiosity and, and traveling really, uh, really, I guess gives me, gives me that. I would say the same, like I talking about like where, you know, the travel bug came from and going back in my mind to growing up, I had this book called children around the world and I still have it. And I got to see all these kids, my age in different clothing and they had different hobbies and I was reading about them and what they did with their time and how they helped their parents. And, um, they all looked so different from me. And I think, you know, that curiosity of people doing different things and, um, and yeah, just exploring that. But, you know, on our travels, it's so funny. We were so excited to see all the differences in people and places, but what we ultimately learned was we're all a lot more similar than we are different. And so that was a huge takeaway we had from, um, 
our full-time travels. So, but yeah, our curiosity keeps us going and, you know, keeps us wanting to see and experience more and meet really cool people. Yeah, I think it's like, it, it's like a little addiction to now of like freedom. Um, like when you step out to a new place and just how free things really do feel because typically, typically you're not working typically, um, that's harder nowadays, but, uh, typically not working and there's not a lot of like responsibilities, I guess. Um, so the freedom aspect that that you kind of feel, I feel is a little addicting. I mean, of course there needs, you have to be responsible and, and respectful of the place that you're going to and not go ape wild like a lot of, like some folks do. But, um, but yeah, that, that freedom, that responsible freedom feeling is, is addicting. And I think that that's what keeps uh, me traveling as well. Definitely. Now, uh, where were the two of you last? Where are you right now? And where are you traveling to next? Well, we, we are in a, new season of life and on a totally new adventure um we are pregnant and going to be bringing a new child into the world in the next couple months so we were just in georgia um visiting family actually and getting to celebrate that with them Mm -hmm. um and right now we just got back to colorado and um we are yeah chilling here at our house for the next couple weeks and we have our house set up so that When we want to go travel, we can um, have short-term guests come in. Mm. And so this summer we're doing a big road trip around Colorado because, you know, we lived here for five years, but then we left to travel for Mm -hmm. four years. And and we haven't explored Colorado in quite a while. So we're excited to live in this state and now get to see it this summer. Yeah, so like the big, the next like big traveling trip is a, is a road trip around Colorado. We still have a travel trailer that we, that we haul behind our, our vehicle that we lived in for full, t- full time for two years across America. Um, so we still have that and we, we live in it whenever we rent out our home. Um, so yeah, this summer we're going to be renting it out a lot and then hop in the camper and go across Colorado essentially. Um, but the last like big trip, I guess abroad trip that we did um i did a fishing trip to the bahamas we drove a boat down to the bahamas a buddy of mine um and then we collected me and Lindsay together went to mexico last year um so i think the biggest one before all that yeah last year we did a lot of domestic travel um so before that was a we did a camper van trip in europe or scandinavia um oh, yeah. for three weeks my yeah. Um, my family's immigration came from Norway and Denmark, and so um, we were wanting to go to Europe, so we added that to our trip. Yeah. So we got a minivan in Germany, and then we got a bunch of like camping gear and drove around, um, you know, Denmark, Sweden, and Norway, and followed um, my family's footsteps and did some research there. That was super cool. Yeah, yeah, and that was a that was a part of a bigger like Europe trip that we lived in. Athens, Greece for a month, and Crete for a month. So, so yeah, <laughs> lots of lots of stories. Definitely, and uh, well, first off, congratulations on the announcement of adding another one to your family. Uh, continuing with that, I mean, have you guys discussed, or are you at that stage yet where you've you've 
talked about like is this little one going to join you on adventures or like uh is is this one also going to be a traveler like what's going to go on with that oh my goodness so this i believe this child has its own personality already (laughs) and we will have to see like who this child is um but i would really like to start out early like with road trips um I mean, I'm praying that this child loves to travel. I think it will look differently, uh, and our speed will probably look different. So, but that's like how it's always been. Like since we started in 2014, there's always been micro chapters of this, you know, travel chapter of life. Um, and they always change. The pace always changes. The places are always changing. You know, our wants and our needs are always changing. So, so I guess we've kind of built up an expectation that it, like things just don't stop and go to the nine to five that we used to have. Thankfully, we have built various businesses that we can, are location independent. And now we just are going to, you know, figure out a way to also, also have a job and travel around as well. I mean, there's so many other families doing it too. I mean, like the Malikishas, they have three kids and are in Europe right now. And, um, Keith we, and Alyssa Paget, some friends of ours are having a kid right about now as well. And, mm-hmm. and so yeah, I mean, things just don't stop. It's just going to be a new normal. And I also like that you guys talked about, um, local travel you know you're living in colorado you want to travel colorado i feel like that's something that so many travelers miss and and they put themselves they put so much pressure on themselves to hop on a plane and go somewhere when right outside your back door is still a a travel adventure just waiting to happen absolutely i mean we were we were going to go to france for the women's world cup because Lindsay played soccer i'm learning french right now and we were like well geez let's go do our baby moon in france um, but it's, I was just thinking about, we're just in a different season right now where it's like, well, let's just hop in a travel trailer and go around Colorado instead. And instead of like, you know, all the logistics that, that come with abroad travel. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And even when we do like day trips somewhere new, we call those our micro adventures. Um, and they're always really fun. So. Yeah, it definitely is a different mindset that we have now. I mean, five, five-ish years ago, if you told me I would have, I would have said no to a France trip and, and instead chose to road trip around Colorado, I would have told you, you gotta be out of your mind. But that's just what we desire right now. Now I want to get into some of your experiences on the road together. Uh, with travel comes so many different types of experiences, the good, the bad, uh, the ugly, and I want to get into a few of those with you, starting with what has been your most rewarding travel experience together? That one that really just opened up your eyes to travel, uh, really made you guys just fall in love with the, with the idea of travel or an experience with a local. What was that? My... First thought is we we bought a camper van in New Zealand and lived in it for five months and roamed around. And we we had just got done doing like uh, over in the Mount Cook area, some big hikes. And we just parked up by this lake and two older couples uh, parked up near us and they had their travel trailer hauling behind them. And that we, we they invited us in like they. We had dinner with them and 
And then we went back in our cramped little minivan. It was a minivan. Yeah. Yeah, we say camper van, but it was a minivan with a bed in the back. And, and then we sit, you look out the window and see them like comfortable in there, you know, they're towed behind trailers. And, and in that moment, we were like, man, we can really, uh, my business was, my CPA's business was starting up to be successful. It was like, man, we really can make this a lifestyle instead of just one small chapter of our life. Like we really can do this for the rest of our lives, like be able to have the freedom to go whenever and, and however, and, and, um, yeah, just be that, have that type of freedom. So I think that that's like, yeah, one of the biggest special moments I, I always remember. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, I mean, yeah, just coming to that realization is definitely, uh, like an amazing thing to, to have for sure. Yeah. We don't, we're not learned in school that, Hey, you, you can, you know, entrepreneurship classes weren't really big and, in all the schools that I did. And so I didn't really, I guess, get that confidence that you don't have to do a nine to five job. So I think that's why it stood out so much to me. Now getting into, uh, turning this into another direction. I mean, with travel comes these, these experiences that kind of put you into awkward places. Um, some turn out hilarious, others turn out to be bad, but we can look back on it and think it's funny. Do you have any, any awkward, embarrassing or hilarious travel experience together that you'd want to share? So I have many <laughs> and I'm trying to decide which one. Um, I would say like, it was like awkward, embarrassing, and like scary too. So, um, we were in Thailand oh, wow. and we were taking a Thai ferry, an overnight Thai ferry to, um, to another island. And, Kato. yes. And so, so I was like, I don't even like know how to say it, but so on one, they had you sleep on the ferry and, um, Thai people are very small and so their beds were like leather and so all of us tourists were on one side of the boat and we were all cramped next to each other and um and so I just wanted to go to sleep because I was so closely close to these strangers like Adam was on one side and we were going to go to sleep and then there was a stranger on the other side and we're like six inches apart from each other and um, I remember going to the bathroom and it was really just a pail and there were roaches that were probably four inches long crawling around the bathroom. So I just like grabbed my when I went to go to bed, I just wanted to put myself in a coma and pass out and like make it through the night. Well, I did that. But then the next morning when I woke up, um, Adam was like, uh, he was talking to me and the other guy next to him and was like, y'all are lucky that I was here because the boat had caught on fire in the middle of the night. And this guy, this other guy and myself never woke up. And like Adam talks about how there was black smoke coming in and everyone was screaming and yelling and running around the boat. And we had no idea. So just the whole spe- experience of like being closely packed in with people you know, the roaches <laughs> and, and the boat catching on fire in the middle of the night. That was so scary. So that was a crazy De- experience. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Yeah. You never want to need to go to the bathroom in that situation and uh, find what you found. <laughs> definitely. Oh my gosh. 
Now, uh, and it turning this into one last direction, um, you know, travel isn't always sunshine and rainbows. There's, there's these bad experiences that you have on the road and it, it depends, you know, how you tackle these, these experiences to, uh, that make them, uh, either really bad or just, you know, a, a poor experience that you have to look back on. Do you have a, like your worst travel experience you'd want to share or really bad experience? Uh, we were mentioning to our Uber driver yesterday that we wanted to save some money and we got like, I think it was called Star Airways or something flight from oh, yeah. Hawaii to, to New Zealand, which I, I think was like an eight hour flight, maybe six, but I mean, it was like a budget airline it was and 10, a 10 hour flight that was yeah. really inexpensive. I don't know if it was 10, but anyway, they didn't give us any water. And they tried to sell you something the whole time. So just like pinching pennies. Isn't really, always worth it. Because yeah. we pinched pennies on that overnight ferry in Thailand. Yeah. And then on that flight to New Zealand. And yeah. know, it's always, it's good to spend a little more money to be a little more comfortable for those kind of hours of travel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that's the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah. I, I think that's like a blessing that we can't think of. Something absolutely crazy that happened. Um, horrible. Horrible. <laughs> so. I mean, I, 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 we went in, um, in Kuala Lumpur. We, we went through Kuala Lumpur like three or four times, um, in our, in our year while we were abroad and we'd always go watch the movies because they were super cheap and get it, get in the air conditioner and, and one of these, we did like a two or three day, one afternoon we watched two or three movies in a row and I get home, we got a four o'clock or five o'clock movie the next or uh, flight the next morning and I can't find my wallet. And then we're right. So I get a cab and thankfully the guy like races at like midnight to the theater and, and it had fallen out of my pocket. And thankfully it was right there up under the seat. But, but the just theater that, was being closed. Yeah. And so Adam was banging on the door trying to get back in to get his wallet so he could leave the country the next day. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't imagine. So, I mean, there's, there's so many of those types of, you know, those types of frustrations, um, or anxiety moments. Like we got a, you know, we got a, we did a visa run to, to Kuala Lumpur and just not to try to get a long, a 60 day visa for Thailand and just that, that, that lack of clarity and the understanding they can just say yes or no. Um, but also trying to plan where you're going to go and having to depend on, you know, or not having that clarity. I mean, those types of things, yeah, get really exhausting and really, yeah, not sunshine and rainbows. (laughs) For sure. For sure. And I mean, the fact that you guys, it, it took you a little bit to, to, try to think about something that was really bad kind of it, it can show the way that you guys you know perceive things you know these these are just little speed bumps that you uh that you conquer together and i mean I, in my in my view you guys must be able to work together to get through them and you don't really see them as really bad things especially when you're on the road yeah and i think that you know traveling together with your significant other really brings you together (laughs) it's huge bonding and you know i'm thankful that we've been traveling together because there's both of us who can brainstorm through a problem you know solo travelers you got to do it all on your own um so yeah it's 
Yeah, there's moments that are really tough, but I'd rather be traveling with Adam than without. And, and that that segues perfectly to our our next uh, next question. I want to talk a bit, a little bit about your relationship, and and you know, uh, travel is such a unique thing to test a relationship and. and uh, really see what the two of you are made of and to see each other for who you actually are. How do you two feel travel has affected your relationship together? So when we first set out, um, I think we grew so much in just how we argued because, you know, before we started traveling and before we were together 24-7, we would have the normal lifestyle of just seeing each other early in the morning, you know, running off to work and then coming back and making dinner, doing the gym thing, you know, and then going to bed. And our arguments would last days and we would be so angry with each other for days sometimes. But when you're traveling together and you're in tight, small spaces in a car or RV or with your backpacks, um, you have to get through that stuff really quickly because you can't just leave. <laughs> you have to work through it. And so, you know, our first year of traveling together, we were we always said we thought our our relationship like we were 10 years ahead of where we would have been if we had just kept going with that, you know, 9 to 5 lifestyle. Um and and I would say we've learned our habits in each other so much more with how we each go about the day or how we each function best. So we like I know Adam's a better person if he has a nap <laughs> and if he um and if he like works out or goes on a mountain bike ride or he has to have a nap and you know be active and he knows that I'm a better person if I eat every four hours on a consistent schedule. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, and I, and I feel like we, especially with couples that go on road trips together in an RV or in a van where you're you're literally around each other within uh within a few feet of each other at every single moment you really um learn each other's habits like you said really quickly and it i mean you either you know just prosper together in the relationship or you know you go the other direction and obviously you guys have prospered yeah and there's been moments where it's been really hard or different seasons but We've learned how to work through it. So, yeah, traveling brings you together. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. For sure. Now, when planning a trip, who takes care of what? Who, uh, I mean, with, with with travel, there's so much that goes into to planning something. Or, I mean, once you get there, finding out where you're going, who takes care of the itinerary, the flights, the hotels, the uh, the the travel once you actually get there and, and from getting to point A to B, how does this all get split up? I would say Adam is really awesome at researching how to do things and um, like camper vanning or renting or what hotels. Um, he he does the whole credit card churning thing, so he knows what points we have that are available. So he figures out like those logistics of the flight transportation and all that. I feel like I figure out the stuff logistics of the prepping of our things. And that's that all mean? I can handle. What that, yeah. What does that mean? 
stuff logistics prepping our things. Oh my gosh. Let's let's tear that apart. Let's so, let's actually see how much I do versus what what you Adam do. Adam does a lot of the prep work and since we have our house on Airbnb, I I have to pack us mm. and then I have to prep our whole house for guests to come. That is a lot of work at this yeah. point. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, here lately that's that's uh that's a big big massive task for the life the lifestyle that we have now but back when we were traveling full-time yeah i would i knew all yeah with the credit card turning thing i knew like you know what's going to maximize our points and stuff and i feel you did i feel you did a good job of booking like the first we'd always had a rule to whenever we got to a new spot to do two or three nights uh, in one spot and i'm pretty sure you handle all of that stuff because you wanted to find the spot you felt most comfortable sleeping in. Um, yeah. And also the part of travel that always like stresses me out is how do you get from the airport to your, the place you're staying? Like that logistic is always really important to me because we've forgotten it a few times yeah. <laughs> and we arrive in a new country and we're like, how do we get to our place? Yeah. So I always made sure to do that. So. Yes. With with all this planning that goes into it, did you guys just fall into these uh, like as because this is what you were comfortable with, or did you guys kind of figure out you know what this person definitely does not want to do this, so this person has to do this. Like how how did this did it like naturally evolve into this is how you guys uh, plan your trips. I think it naturally evolved into like what we were interested in or what pieces of the logistics that we were most concerned about. And so we would have chats like, okay, you take care of the hotel. I'll take care of the rental car. You take care of the flight situation, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think it just naturally evolved because I mean, we had no idea what we we're getting ourselves into when we we're starting to travel. I mean, yeah, there's blogs and stuff out there but reality is a lot of us travel a whole, uh, entirely different than than each other so yeah we just didn't really know what types of things we're going to need to be divvied up so yeah we had to kind of figure it out as we went we also work together in um, adam's business new venture cpa and we had to do a date night where we sat down and we were like okay, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? And it, and then even in work, we divvied up um, what we were doing based on our strengths and uh, what we each were interested in or good at. Um, so that was even fun just from like a to do just from an encouragement to each other standpoint. Like I learned what I really admire about Adam and appreciate about him and what I appreciate about myself and and how we work well as a team. So mm. anyone who is traveling or working together, that is a fun date night to do. Now, you guys have traveled together quite a bit. Uh, what is that one destination that is at the top of your list to revisit? The the destination that, you know, you guys want to – is at the top of your list to go back to at some point in your lives? We had an incredible experience in New Zealand. And so we always say um, we want to go back to New Zealand, Vietnam, Romania, and Greece. But if I were to pick one, we really want to share a road trip with New Zealand with our future family. Mm. It's just so special. And we saw um, so many 
um, Europeans camper vanning with their tiny kids and yeah, yeah. it looks so fun to like hike and explore with them and yeah that's that's where like our life like just i shared at the earlier point in the podcast i shared like that uh, monumentous uh, moment that i had where it's like man this doesn't have to be just a one-time thing this can be a lifestyle that we sustain and i think that that that's one big reason new zealand's so special i mean on top of the people and the the cultures and the and the the, the geography and the landscapes yeah. will blow your mind. Yeah, but if that's Lindsay's mind, I think would be Crete. Um, I just had a really amazing month in Crete. Uh, bike. I, I got to a point in a, in like our traveling where it's like, all right, I'm tired. I'm getting. I'm really getting decision fatigue. Making all these decisions. I know what I want to do. I know I just want a bike so, and have a bike and be on my bike as much as possible. And so I rented a bike for a month and we just chilled for a month and biked and worked and went to the beach for an hour or two in the afternoon and ate really good food and were really, with really great friends. Now, d- wrapping this part of the interview up, do you guys have any more advice for that couple that's about to go on their first trip together? Any advice in terms of their relationship and travel? I would have a conversation about expectations for the trip. Like, what are you expecting mm-hmm. to do or get out of it or how you want to spend your time? Or Because mm-hmm. someone might want to take naps and be relaxed and the other one yeah. wants to hit the ground running and spend, you know, a 12-hour day exploring and seeing things. So yeah. being on the same page of what you want out of a trip is really important. And I would say two things. One have a morale check daily. We did that a lot. Um, so every day we try to make it a point to say, all right, how's morale? And that's just a really safe opportunity to say, well, scale one to 10, how's morale? You know, if you're a four, then just be honest and say why you're kind of feeling low and give the opportunity to talk about it. If you're really, you know, an eight or a nine, also the same thing. Well, I'm eight or nine because of these great moments um you know just gives yourself an opportunity to talk about things that may be in your head that you haven't really shared uh together and my second piece would be <laughs> to really like Lindsay needs to when we're traveling Lindsay really needs to be able to talk with her girlfriends back home like yeah just adam me. Isn't, yeah adam cannot fulfill all the social pieces that i need <laughs> yeah adam so so we have to make space and figure out for her to be able to talk with folks. Um, and I, I, I don't have to do that. So, so there's more than likely in the couple one that's going to need that more than the other. So figure out a way to talk with the friends back home or be really intentional about uh, meeting up with people of where you are at, at co-working spots or um, digital nomad hubs and coffee shops and stuff. Just, be intentional about being with people. Um, yeah, those would be my two things. Awesome, awesome. And uh, yeah, I like that, uh, you know, you guys talked about, you know, expectations and also uh, touching base with each other because, I mean, not every person is just going to talk about their feelings. So if you kind of make that time to sit down together and say, hey, uh, like, where are you at today? You know, how are you feeling? Things like that. I, I really like that idea. Yeah, 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 we got that from my friend who traveled for seven months before we started our travels. Mm-hmm. 
and it totally transformed our yeah. communication with each other, uh, just knowing where each other were at. Because, and this, for people who are traveling long term, there's so much happening with logistics and changing places and spaces and meeting new people that you can go be from a high in one hour and a yeah. low the next hour. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, just being on, just understanding that and hearing that from your other person is, is important. Definitely. Now, I want to jump into talking a little bit about what the two of you are, are doing uh, together online, uh, starting with New Venture Travels and starting with where did the name come from? So before we set out traveling, our last name is Newburn. It's spelled N-U-B-E-R-N. And uh, we were like, hey, New Ventures, we're going to be taking these Newburn adventure, new adventures. So that's where that came from. And, yes. um, someone already had newventures.com and they wanted like $18,000 for it. So that's where new venture travels came in. Yeah. 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 So Newburn adventures or and new adventures. It was kind of catchy. We were having brunch one morning and dreaming yeah. of the future. Yeah. Dream about, yeah, dream about traveling. Now, when did this idea kind of take form? Uh, like, did you guys uh, start to travel together and then decide later to, to start this new venture travels? Or was this, um, you know, because you both talked about you both love to travel before you even met each other. Did you guys uh, both want to start this and travel together? Like, how did this kind of evolve? So when we first got married, we... Like the day I shared how we started our budget just to save to travel long term, but we had no idea when we would go. We just created a system to start saving up to travel long term. And then our friends all started um, getting pregnant and starting their families. And we looked at each other and we were like, mm. we really want this too, but not yet. We really want to go travel. And um, Adam was always, you know, talking about it and excited but when i would get freaked out because it's like where are we gonna stay like where are we gonna go we had no plans and so one night and i was kind of wishy-washy because the fear was creeping in and then one night i was like you know what i would like the the fear of regret was bigger for me than the fear of like what's out there so then i you know was all in and we had three things happen to us in a very short period of time where we were like, okay, now's the time to go. Um, we lost a, a, a family member and, and then I got fired. Adam got fired two weeks before he was going to give his notice. And then, um, Adam's, a, a friend borrowed Adam's truck and flipped it, um, on the way to the mountains and he was okay, but the truck was totaled. So then that money we went down to one car and that money went towards our from insurance went towards our um, travel fund. So that propelled us mm. more financially. So all those three things came together and we were like, okay, now or never let's do this. Yeah, yeah. So. Gotcha. So, you know, when you decided to go to start this journey together, um, 
how how difficult was it to be able to juggle travel and you know keeping an online presence going whether it's you know writing on your blog uh updating instagram like how did you kind of balance all this that is really hard and i think it's even harder just from like a wi-fi data point of view like you know we were living in a tent traveling around for four months at the very beginning so you know we would have to go to coffee shops to you know do a blog or anything Mm -hmm. like that so just and now people are doing instagram stories and that eats up so much data yeah i'm like i don't know how people do that (laughs) yeah Um, and my my first tax season was actually when we were in new zealand um and we would drive around we got a hotspot and we would drive around looking like until we got bars for Adam to do his work. So um, it's not easy. And I think it, it's funny because we went on this lifestyle to have freedom, but we found out like when you have, when you don't have a schedule or at least for us, when you don't have a schedule, you're like lost. So Mm -hmm. what we had to do was we had to communicate about what we needed to get done or wanted to achieve with either like the blog or social media or Adam's work. Um, and we had to come up with a schedule for the week of like, this is when we want to accomplish these things. We need a coffee shop or whatever. And even, even at the beginning, we were sharing a computer and a iPad and that was terrible. (laughs) I recommend no one shares a computer. We We would have arguments about computer time. Yeah. So we had to buy her a laptop when we got to Kuala Lumpur because it got, it got such a, point of contention so we had to pony up for that so anyone who's struggling with with that it it everyone is struggling with that and yeah so it's you, really hard to you know try to accomplish things and be productive but also like see a new place and and experience new people and you know explore so so i think if you give yourself clarity through like a a, a schedule of sorts like all right this tuesday and thursday afternoons i'm gonna work so Bam, that's when I'm going to work. I know that's enough time to get my work done. Therefore, I'm going to be present and clear of mind and not think about work, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and, and that type of thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I like the idea of the schedule for sure. And I would also, you know, when you're building an online presence, on, you know, the internet tells you to do, you should be doing all these things. And if you just choose one or two to really be awesome at, and that can help you like focus on, you know, being productive with your time and just focusing on those one or two things. So it's not easy. <laughs> and continuing with with that, and you know how you guys were able to juggle one laptop for a little while, uh, you know, with with creating an online presence like New Venture Travels and everything that comes along with that, the writing, the photography, the social media aspect, as well as traveling and as well as Adam, you're doing, uh, you know, your own, your own business. Who takes care of what with all of this? Do you guys have a set, uh, you know, um, who's the photographer? Who's the writer? Do you do share responsibilities? How do you split that up? Yeah. Lindsay's got some good, So when it comes to new venture travels, I do everything. So I have really had to like say, okay, I'm just going to do one blog post a month and one email a month. 
And I was, I was trying to do social media every single day, but that's not realistic because now we have other priorities coming into this season of life. And so now I'm trying to do every other day, but I'm not perfect at it. So everything with new venture travels, I'm in charge of. I've also been like helping Adam with new venture CPA with some things. Yeah, after five years of me doing it by myself. Yeah, that was so I refused to work with Adam because we weren't working well together, like as business partners. So we, for several years, we were doing our own things. Yeah, we're we're just really opposites when it comes to like how we do work. I I I cannot be last minute. I get really stressed and. It's just not fun for me, and Lindsay needs last minute. So I'm a to, procrastinator. Yeah, to hold her self accountable to get it done. So we just approach work totally different. And for us, that meant we did not need to work together at all. But now, like we're we're we figured some things out. We've you know we we've really embraced each other's differences and and have figured out a way to to capitalize on those for our benefit instead of for our detriment and arguments. So now we're working together. Like Lindsay said, she's really helping me out a lot this tax season with my work. And then we're also partners together with four other folks um, in our new business, Nomad Club. So, um, yeah, so we're, so just because it was one way doesn't mean it's always going to be that way. And we're constantly learning how to, how to do it better. And with Adam's business, um, we actually had to sit down, like I said, at that date night and figure out what each of our strengths were and what we were interested in and decided like, okay, Adam's good at all the, you know, accounting stuff and researching like automation things. And I'm really good at communicating and, um, and the marketing side of it. So yeah, we, we consistently have talks about like who's chief of what though. Still. Yeah. We like to use the word chief. Yeah. You're the chief. You're the chief cooker tonight. Now, uh, you mentioned Nomad Club. And, uh, why don't you just give our audience uh, a little rundown about, like, uh, what you're, what you and the two other couples are trying to accomplish with the Nomad Club? Sure. So, through our travels, I found it lonely without having other girlfriends that I could easily connect with. And they also shared the same lifestyle and thought process about what's possible with your life. Um, and In so this lifestyle, yeah, like nomadic lifestyle. So we got together with these two other couples and we were doing like a couple mastermind. And then we were all getting so much out of it, like professionally, but also like figuring out how you do things as a couple and like helping each other through figuring out those challenges too while you're traveling. Um, so we wanted to, you know, expand that to other couples. So now we're building this online community called Nomad Collab and it's just a community for, um, getting to know other nomadic couples. We do, um, Zoom calls every week where we do like happy hour events about certain topics. We have experts come in, um, from, you know, talking about different health travel health insurance to um, all sorts of things like uh, finding remote work, that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, so the goal is to make it more, more relational, like to, to bring that relational community to the trap, to the traveling couple, essentially through, through like face-to-face calls 
and through like face-to-face brainstorming sessions with like experts, CPAs and financial planners and um, people that run health insurance businesses and stuff. So, so just all these logistics that can get overwhelming from when you're, when you're wanting to make a, a traveling lifestyle sustainable um, and hopefully do it for the rest of your life. We're trying to, we're, we're bringing in those resources and to help you figure them out, but also to have that community to discuss them with right then and there yeah. instead of just pondering it and, you know, searching Facebook groups and Google and, and, and stuff, um, which chews up tons and tons of time. Um, so, so yeah, so that is Nomad Collab. Yeah, and I love I love that you know this kind of evolved out of something that the two of you were looking for, like a, a community that's centered around um, something, and in, in this in this uh, form, travel and that nomad life, and trying to solve you know problems that that you're coming across, and uh, I I think community community building is so important, and and uh, I, I love this, that. Uh, you know, Nomad Collab is trying to to tackle that and create this community and, and everything that's that's going on with it for sure. Now, um, if people go to Nomad Collab, can they sign up or what what can they find if they if they visit nomadcollab.com? So we are actually opening the doors for folks to apply to the community um, Tuesday, May twenty first, and. It'll be open through May 31st, um, and then we'll close the doors again. We're we're still like learning. We're on the, our second round of beta, um, but right now we have 14 couples. And so, um, if you go to the website, you can sign up, and we'll continue sharing um, resources that that we have going on, um, and also when people can when the doors are open again and people can apply. So. And uh, anything else uh, about Nomad Collab that uh, other couples can look out for uh, in the future? Or, or what, what can they uh, look forward to in the future with Nomad Collab? I'm going to be uh, building a course. So for like Amer- American folks um, with American taxes and stuff, as you're running a business from the road, there's a lot of unique situations to, figure, to try to figure out. Uh, how do you do that? So, and which is, which is what my CPA business is all about. And the reason that it's been successful is because it's such a niche, um, unique suite of questions and a lot that nomads face. So I'm building a course on that, like how to ground up, like how to start your business, how to do your accounting, how to do your taxes. Um, so that's, um, going to be built in, in, in a taste of things that are going to, um, happen in the future. Um, in the future, we're bringing, bringing on, uh, like marriage counselors and stuff, um, to have, to have like one hour, uh, chats, uh, very, very broad discussions, of course. Um, but hopefully, you know, have some discounts if you want to take things further. Definitely. And I, I love, I really love the idea of the community that you're building there. Really, really awesome. And I want to ask the two of you one last question before we head off. 
It's uh, a question that we've been asking just recently to all the couples that have come to the show. Take time when answering it. It is, uh, what is one thing you wish you had known before starting this travel lifestyle? Uh, whether it's, you know, the full-time travel that you were doing before or, uh, you know, the, the lifestyle that you're living right now. What's one thing you, you wish you had known before you had started? For me, it's the, skill of adapting and transitioning wow i didn't realize when we started how much we would be moving and transitioning to a new place and when you're i still struggle this when when you're trying to be productive but also moving a lot it's really hard to pick up where you left off and i'm still figuring that out so if you could practice or like study adapting to changes and transitioning because you'll be doing it a lot yeah you'll be constantly starting something already start constantly starting something new uh or in, in like a new place learning it yeah yeah did it yeah awesome awesome very very great answer and there you have it adam and Lindsay sharing their travel stories with you today on the to the nation's worldwide travel couple podcast i want to say a very special thank you to our guests thank you so much guys for taking the time out of your day and joining us here on the podcast thank you heck yeah mike thank you yeah thank you so much I just want to hand the floor over to the two of you, leave our audience with uh, whatever you want to leave them with, uh, and let them know where they can find you, reach out to you. We just want to share that if you are interested in this travel nomadic lifestyle, experiment with it, um, go on some trips, and um, reach out to us. We would love to encourage you. Like It is possible. You can do it. Just have a dream and start making a plan to work towards it. Um, but you can find us and we'd love to chat with you. We're at newventuretravels.com. Thank you to all of our listeners out there to the nations worldwide. We cannot express our appreciation enough for having you listen to today's episode. Once again, thank you so much for listening in and tuning in every Wednesday to these episodes. Visit us at travelcouplepodcast.com slash 58. That's this episode, episode number 58's show notes page. Learn more about everything that Adam and Lindsay have got going on. Uh, Leave a comment on the page and let us know about your travels together with your significant other and how working with your significant other has affected your relationship. We'll be sure to respond to you. If you'd be so kind, please subscribe to our podcast. Leave us a review. This really helps us get this podcast out there and into other people's ears. We'll make sure to consistently deliver you these episodes every Wednesday. This is Mike Pletz and Natalie. Hoping you have a wonderful adventure to the nations worldwide.